My friends who spend quite a bit of time with me might have heard me say a phrase every now and again. The phrase goes something like this, if God loves us, well then he'll show us or do this for us. Now typically when I say that phrase, what I actually am saying is that this is a pretty absurd statement and I don't expect God to do this. Just yesterday, on Friday, I uttered this phrase, if God loves us, well then he'll do this for us. I was in Appleton, I was spending some time with a friend visiting from out of town and we were walking the downtown area doing this historical walk. They had about 16 different spots that you could walk, a 2.2 mile little trek. And we went from spot to spot. But of course, we got to the middle of the trip and we realized, well, we're going downhill. And so I said to my friend, I said, well, if God loves us, he'll find a way for us so that we don't have to climb this steep hill again. Going down is much easier, but I don't want to come back up. I said it jokingly, but wouldn't you know that God proved his love? God allowed us to find another way. There were a set of stairs at the end of the trek that brought us back up to the main road. Going up a set of stairs, I thought, was a bit easier than going up that hill. And so, yes... God proved his love. You see, so often, especially when it comes to belief in God, many people want proof that God exists. Philosophers and theologians have shown or tried to prove the existence of God, most notably St. Thomas Aquinas and his five proofs. But we are all here today. We're here on this day of the Lord And the reality is, well, hopefully if we are here, we are believers. We already believe that God exists. But maybe what we need to know or what we need proof of is God's love for us. How do we know that God loves us? In our readings today, we continually heard that God loves us. Love one another as I love you, Jesus said. And so Jesus loves us. God is love. And how do we know this to be true? I think the very first proof for all of us that God loves us is that God created us. That when we were nobody, when we were nothing, God created us and we became somebody, we became something. And so in that very act of creation, God shows his love. And now every day, it's a gift of God. It's his love for us that we wake up in the morning and that we are given this day from God. Creation Not only our own creation, but created beauty around us. Take in a beautiful setting, a landscape. And you'll say, boy, how does God love us? He truly does because I'm able to see this. Because God created this. Maybe that's one way that we come to know God's love. 
that he sustains us, that he gives us life, that he carries us through life. Now, in this creation, in the book of Genesis, we read about creation, and God created man and woman, Adam and Eve, and they fell from grace. They disobeyed God. God said one thing, and they chose to do the other. And because of that, then, sin and chaos and disorder enter into the world. And so another sign of God's love for us is that into creation, God sends his Son, who is God, to live among us. God sends Jesus to us to be our Lord and our Savior, to be our God, and to redeem us from sin. That's another sign of God's love for us. All we have to do is look up at a crucifix and we are reminded of how much God loves us. As John tells us elsewhere in his gospel in chapter 3, verse 16, for God so loves the world that he gave his only begotten son so that anyone who believes in him might have eternal life. Jesus proves his love by dying on the cross for us. When I was in Ireland, I spent the last few days at a monastery, a Benedictine monastery. And this monastery I was at, they kind of had a little devotion, maybe a little excessive devotion to the Christ child. Now, maybe some of you have seen statues of the Christ child. And when you do, when you see that statue, most commonly, it is going to be the infant of Prague. But they, this monastery, had a different statue of Jesus, of the child, of the Christ child. It was a young boy. Jesus had his heart, just like we see in the sacred heart, that his heart was shown visibly to us. He had an olive branch or a palm leaf in his other hand. And so this devotion came from a French nun. This statue was commissioned by this French nun many years ago because she had a vision of the Lord. And a prayer that she began to pray, a prayer that she taught, went like this. Jesus, King of love, I place my trust in your merciful goodness. And so every time I was at this monastery, every, you know, any time I went anywhere in the monastery, whether it was in the chapel, in the guest house, if it was in the refectory, they had a statue, they had an image of this Christ child. And as I learned the story, as I learned that prayer... Every time I looked at that statue, I said, Jesus, King of love, I place my trust in your merciful goodness. In a way, it was for me to remind me that God loves me, that Jesus is the King of love. And so those religious images that we have of Jesus in our homes can be that proof, that reminder that God loves us. Now, as a family of believers that God has created us, that he has sent his son Jesus to be our redeemer, we also know, well, we pray to our God. We ask Jesus to bestow his grace and his blessings upon us. We make our prayers and petitions known to God. And so that's maybe the third way we come to know God's love for us. Because God hears us, God answers our prayers, we receive these blessings in our life. And because we receive these blessings, because God answers our prayers, and because we've prayed for years and we know this to be true, 
Well, that's a sign of God's love for us, that God hears us, that God answers us. Now, you might be saying, well, Father, I know that God answers my prayers, and he does, but sometimes he hasn't answered my prayers, and I know that there's lots of suffering in the world and pain, and that's not an answer to my prayer. How does God love us? Well, maybe it's in that suffering we experience that that itself can become a proof of God's love for us. Because as we suffer, as we have this pain in our life, God is loving us in that pain. As we suffer, God is allowing us to say, remember how much my son Jesus loved you, that he died on the cross, that he died in excruciating pain, and now you're able to offer that pain out of love, that you are able to come to identify with God's love for you by what you experience. Many of you know that I have these stupid braces on my teeth. And the reason that I had to get braces was because when I was a kid, when I was in fifth grade, I was a bully. I was making fun of a kid. I was taunting him one day. I've since, of course, repented of this sin. But I was making fun of this, uh, this peer of mine one day before school. And what did this kid do? Well, he took his backpack... He swung it. He hit me in the mouth and he chipped one of my teeth. I deserved it, yes. And so because of that, well, I had this chipped tooth for years. My family, we didn't have dental insurance. And so because of that, I just continued to live life with a chipped tooth. Well, come to high school, it was about junior or senior year, and well, one day I'm eating lunch and the tooth shatters, it breaks. Immediately, go to the doctor, go to the dentist. They build a fake composite tooth from the root of the tooth. And so I have this temporary tooth, but it needs to be finalized. But the dentist says, there's no way we can finalize this. You have too much crowding. You know, there's nothing we can do. You just have to keep this temporary tooth until you get braces. Well, fast forward now, it's about 12 years since that incident, and it's time to finalize that tooth or I'm going to lose it. And so I got these stupid braces. When they built that fake tooth, though, they built it back in. They had to pull it forward. So they put a little button and they were pulling it forward for a month or so. And I'll tell you, when they put that button on and for the first week, I felt every throb, I felt every tug, it hurt. In a sense, I came to know God's love for me. That God was, in a sense, telling me, you know what, you did this in your life, and now you're able to offer this out of love. Because what did I do with every tug, with every pull, with every pain? I offered it to God. I said, Lord, I offer this pain for this young person from fifth grade. I don't know whatever happened to him. I still remember his name. But I pray for him, that he might come to know your love for him. That was my prayer. The suffering I endured became an act of love. And in that, I came to know God's love for me. You see, we need to know why God loves us. We need to remind ourselves all the time of God's love for us. Because there are going to be days, there are going to be moments in our life when we might forget that God loves us. 
But if we open our eyes, and if we know, and if we see the ways that God truly does love us, well, then in those bad times, we'll be able to remind ourselves, this is how God loves me. Maybe that's what we do this week. We ask God to open our eyes to show us how he loves us, so that one day, when we might doubt God's love, we might always hear those words of Jesus in the gospel today, I love you.